Hello, uh, uh, Mr. Sanjay Dikshit. Actually, thank you very much for enlightening us for uh, with your views about Hindu Pakistan. Uh, my name is Imtiaz Ahmed, and uh, basically, I I was very interested to uh, know what you actually were going to talk about this, and uh, I joined late, so I just came to know about one thing which you actually talked about Islam, and uh, it said that no Muslim can go to heaven. Uh, if the whole world remains doesn't become Muslim, so I want to know the source from where you derive this. First, I'm talking about Pakistan. No, like uh, you actually during the talk course of your talk, you mentioned this thing. So, do you have any source? Yeah, the Hadith of Nasai. Uh, what does it say? I, I actually I yeah, haven't come across that. Is the Nasai Hadith, which is very popular in Pakistan, but India it is uh, treated as what is called Jaif, that is inconsistent. But in Pakistan, the Nasai Hadith, which is exactly what I said, is very popular and it is part of the establishment discourse. I discussed it with a lot of people. In India, they do not regard uh, the Nasai Hadith as uh, uh, consistent. As you know, the Hadith are consistent and inconsistent. So, this is what is called a grade 4 Hadith. But in Pakistan, it is very, very popular. Okay. If you uh, just try and put it on YouTube, you will find any number of Pakistani mullahs talking about it. Uh, second thing is like uh, uh, the write-up which was uh, about the about the program. Uh, it was something mentioned like like uh, it actually gave the gave the impression that uh, uh, Hindus should actually be uh, belligerent and should destroy evil forces. So, what do you mean by evil forces here? First. Second thing is, like, since you are actually talking about the resurgence of Hindu Pakistan, or quote unquote Hindu Pakistan, uh, like, I am a Muslim and my genealogy is Indian, right? Uh, probably my ancestors were sometimes back Hindus, uh, some many generations back Hindus and all. So, how do you now, uh, in the present scenario where there are a lot of atrocities uh, on fellow Indian uh, Hindus called Dalits? Uh, so, how do you accommodate those kind of people in that, so that no further alien dis, uh, alienation of Hindu population happens? Because unless and until you are not willing to share power uh, uh, to those people, I think this, this is not going to happen. So, I would like to know your take on this. Thank you. Now, I think this is a little problematic because you mentioned only one category. and. Uh, you mentioned Hindus and you mentioned Dalits. Now, this is a discourse which is basically flawed. Why it is flawed? Let me get back again to the foundation because I was talking about foundation. There is a difference between foundational principles and there is a difference between behavior. I haven't come to the, I haven't even discussed the behavioral part of it. So, doctrines and behaviors can differ. I have only talked about doctrines. Okay, You are talking about a behavioral aspect. Now you said that uh, Hindus and a uh, lot of atrocities on Dalits. You use the word Hindus, right? I just like to inform you that in the last three months, 
there have been at least 36 36 violent incidents involving Muslims and Dalits. So not been highlighted. So there is also a flawed discourse which is going on, which wants to create this difference between what is called Dalits and uh, Indians. And somehow some of our Muslim friends are very active in this. Not talking about you. How they do it? I, I find this uh, talk uh, on TV. A lot of people, you know, some guys called Mahmood Paracha and all that, they come and they say that. You know, what are they talking about? There was a power sharing between Muslims and Dalits in 1946. What happened? This is the one recorded instance of uh, power sharing between Muslims and Dalits in the Indian subcontinent. What happened to that? What happened to Jyotindranath Mandal? That poor fellow was not allowed in the cabinet meeting. The law minister of Pakistan was not allowed in the cabinet meetings that was discussing the war with India in 1947 saying you are a Hindu, you cannot be allowed. He ran away from East Pakistan, died unnoticed, ignored in Calcutta. And those very Dalits whom he had aligned with the Muslim League in 1946 for Muslim League to win a complete majority in Bengal, which actually facilitated the partition of uh, Bengal. Otherwise, there would have been no partition of Bengal because Muslim League would not have got the majority. And those very Namshudras and Rajabanshis, they were hounded out from Bangladesh because of which that uh, infamous Nehru Liyafat Act was brought about. Who were the people who were being massacred and thrown out? All of them were Dalits. And as far as Hindus are concerned, Mayavati has been chief minister four times. So don't talk about this uh, power sharing business. Okay? Thank you. You, I'm sorry, I just wanted to complete this question. You mentioned some hadith which is very popular in Pakistan, not popular in India. Is it is it because of is it some sort Pakistan's of foundation is that taqwa, iman, jihad fi sabilillah. So how do they uh, justify jihad fi sabilillah? But is that popular among all other Muslim nations? And is it a form of I don't know, just hiding away Takiya no, or something see, in, in India. Uh, number of, see, let me come to this. So there are several sects in Islam. And there are several subsects. There are Hanfis. India is mostly among Sunnis, it is Hanfis. Then uh, there are Shafis. There are Malikis. And there are Wahhabis. So, it is very popular among Wahhabis. Wahhabis are basically, the sect is basically Hanbalis. And in Saudi Arabia, it is followed, the Wahhabis can be across, across the sects. Because uh, that basically what they mean, the, um, uh, the purity of the, um, the first few caliphs, that kind of pure state should be there. So, that can be there across. But... Mainly the Anbalis, the Wahhabis, the ISIS types, 
they are the ones who believe in this because this also it doesn't stop at this um, uh, conquest of india it also goes if you look at the um, um, hadith which uh, the isis is following then it also goes to the final battle at dabiq the place called dabiq on turkey syria border and says that the final battle i hope you know this about the beak no okay. i have actually written a short story on that so the the final battle where uh, uh, will happen at the beak and uh, it is there that uh, the jal will come the christ will come and the prophet will come and that is the day of last judgment will happen and then everybody will be given their appointed place and of course the kafirs will necessarily go to hell right or wrong as far as uh, dabiq is concerned i don't know much about it but uh, uh, if you talk about that yes uh, antichrist which is dajjal the emergence of dajjal will be there and uh, there will be there there will be uh, sort of you can say a uh, re uh, reincarnation sort of thing to prophet jesus christ which you go uh, so according to our belief muslim belief that jesus christ is still alive right uh, contrary to the beliefs of the christians and uh, all the uh, so uh, that kind of a thing will happen according to our uh, understanding our um, belief uh, as far as the thing you have actually talked about that uh, uh, zaif hadith zaif means weak hadith so yeah, weak weak means uh, we inconsistent so weak hadith the, the chain yeah. is not complete yeah chain is not complete or the person concerned is not reliable so that kind of a hadith is put in a different category the main main uh, 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 hadith are bukhari and uh, muslim and mishkat and some some sort some yeah, uh, i know bukhari yeah. is one number one muslim is number no, yeah. two so these kind of things are there but like you know these are beliefs and these are not just beliefs of muslims these are beliefs of even christians as well. i know even even uh, uh jews as well so uh, because these are religions which are called abrahamic religions so, so the christians won't allow muslims to go to heaven yeah, muslims so won't allow christians to so go to heaven whole, the, and both of them together will not allow anyone else to go to heaven <laughs> <laughs> so the whole uh, you know the, the the change of geopolitics like what is happening in israel and america and many other western countries all these things are uh, actually uh, you know in the background and people are you know getting you know uh, what you can say is uh, getting suspicious or being uh, are getting uh, you know uh, uh, what you can say um fearful of other people other religions so that kind of thing uh, and i was very pretty amused actually you know when i was coming to i was willing to listen what uh, uh, i was willing to un- uh, know from you that you mentioned in uh, in the in the write up uh, leading up to the uh, description of the program uh there it was a belligerent kind of a note so i just wanted to know what all people are need to be annihilated or destroyed or so that kind of a thing i would like to know from you samam sarveshu bhuteshu tishtantam parmeshwaram samoham sarva bhuteshu name dveshyosti na priya i am equal in all beings i do not dislike anyone and i do not love anyone 
that is the basic philosophy okay please sit down please sit down please sit down i was sitting with almadia sorry almadia almadia is a subset of muslim ahmadia so they said in pakistan there are about 25% of hindus now they are 2% now question is who is who is muslim this sunni says shias are not muslim ahmadiyan are not muslim and many are not muslims and they debunk them and they really and one shia friend said what you are talking this sunnis have burnt your mandirs and all that they have done more aspects to us than what they have done to you then who are the muslim because everybody claims i am the pure muslim land of the pure <laughs> the bokaram says i am the pure iss i am the pure uh, then this iss says then al qaeda then taliban everybody says i am the purest and all their puppets I'll, i'll tell you something what is exactly the who is the muslim i'll tell you this uh, little story is mohammad ali jinnah was a shia okay Yeah, I mean, Ismaili is a sect of Shia. It's a Shia sect. You can be Ismaili, you can be Jafri, you can be Bora. Who was his uh, first foreign minister? Zafrullah Khan. What was he? He was an Ahmadi. Who were the people among Muslims who opposed partition? They were Bandis, including Maududi. Maududi. जमात इस्लामी फाउंडर अबूल अला मदूदी ये रिपोज पार्टीशन रीजन वे डिफरेंट टारगेट्स वे द सेम द रीजन वे डिफरेंट सो शिया अहमदी एंड द मेजर सेक्ट ऑफ सुनीस दैट इज बरेलवी देर ऑल इन द फोर फ्रंट ऑफ Partition movement, especially the wealthier among them, because uh, the franchise at that time was limited to those who were either landowners or income tax payers. What is the status in Pakistan today? All of them are called kafirs. By whom they won these? the devbandis they aligned with what is called the ahle hadith people and they call everybody else as kafir the shia is kafir the ismaili aga khan they are all kafirs ahmadi of course they written in the constitution in the 1974 constitution that they cannot be muslims Now, all these people they were in the forefront so i think you can say karma so they are reaping their karma there so this is the situation in pakistan so pakistan is the what is called the fanaticism about uh, purity of islam has led them to this situation and uh, with the motto of the pakistan army being what it is 
it will it's only going to go down it's only going to get worse we don't have to do much their inner contradictions are such that they will feast upon each other very soon youtube pe ek padhiyega aap is a very uh, i should say very poignant talk 10 minute ka talk the kafir factory i know some some of them might have watched it so ek wahan ka ek koi लिटरी बंदा है वो इस पे ये एक तकरीर करता है कि काफिर फैक्ट्री हाउ वी क्रिएट काफिर हाउ पाकिस्तानी में हाउ पाकिस्तान क्रिएट्स काफिर द काफिर फैक्ट्री करके यूट्यूब पे सुनिएगा जरूर देन यू रियलाइज व्हाट दिस फनाटिसिज्म हैज लेट देम टू my problem in india is let's see the general people are not into it but uh, if you go to the majority of clerics and molanas they have the same idea i i don't have to uh, tell you any proof you listen to what is going on on the tv and what they say every day day in and day out what happened to varis patan the guy varis patan he lectures on secularism every day on the tv wo galpati bappa morya bol diya so sare ke sare maulana uske piche pad gaye and ultimately he had to apologize so this concept of purity uh, if it taken to its uh, fanatical extreme you destroy those very people who indulge in this hmm you can tell i i never understood myself <laughs> i mean how can any person who talks of ahimsa of the extreme kind ahimsa of action how can a person support that kind of a movement what was the difference between the caliphate movement and the isis movement is the same the foundation is the same the theory is the same baghdadi also wants to bring in caliphate ali brothers also want to bring in caliphate in fact our great uh, molana azad also has done lot of takrir in favor of khilafat so if you think that uh, i am with mahatma gandhi on that sorry i am not i am yet to understand if it was a purely politically motivated move it was a disastrous move it only strengthened the resolve of people like mohammad iqbal ultimately what happened you ali brothers destroyed mahatma gandhi which had to happen anyway can we have some other people asking questions thank you very much it was very enlightening to listen to very detailed analysis of uh, some of the concepts um i'm i'm a scientist um so i look at some of these things from that perspective and i i have watched 
situations, maybe some historical. So I, I find Islam or Muhammad Sahab reacting to certain situations at a certain time. Just like Bhagwan Buddha reacted to certain things at a certain time. Bhagwan Mahavir reacted to certain things at certain times. So when, when you have a, a reaction in which you really want to disrupt the, whatever the society is, I'm assuming that was a right time for Prophet Muhammad to do certain things. And maybe in a war, uh, you have certain uh, exceptions made. My, my problem is that I'm a chemist. If I used 124-year-old, I have a book, chemistry book, which is 124-year-old. And I try to explain no matter how, diff, you know, uh, I, I become creative in explaining, it just has changed. It's not going to be explainable. Problem is that some certain uh, terms, certain tools, you, I'm just talking about in science, that bear a long time ago. I mean, there is, there is, a, there is a idea of uh, Puspak Biman. There is a particular description of Puspak Biman. There are 72 kind of things that were used and hardly people know what those were. Nobody knows what those were. Maybe there was a Puspak Biman. <laughs> And, but if only we knew what those, I mean, I, I, we, today we know what calcium is, what zinc is, but let's say a thousand years from now, nobody knows what calcium zinc is. They wouldn't mean anything. So I think from science perspective, and I say this for in this context, particularly in India, because India is the only country that has in its own constitution, Article 51A, saying that the, the society will develop a scientific temper. Why don't we use something like that? Not only to critique, of course, uh, Islam or Christianity, even this idea of who can go to heaven and who will compete. I really, I guarantee everybody to heaven. I just need $99. $99 per person. Come to me, money back guarantee. If you don't get to heaven, Come back, I will give it to you. If you don't go to I'll heaven, they can return again. the money. I'll give you two times. <laughs> if you can convince your relatives that they can come back and convince are that you visited them. I think in the US, they are even selling spaces in the US. Yes, they are space, they're selling spaces. I think that's where I got this idea. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is making $20 million a year by selling plots in on moon. 67, <laughs> you know, he sells 67.5 acres. Exact. You know, and gives you a map and everything. What I'm trying to say, so that's one aspect. The other aspect is particularly violent in Islam particularly. And any, it has been done in Christianity also, but mostly in Islam. It's really a biological target. They, they use certain uh, phrases, certain items, like, you know, the 72 virgins. And also even in here, if you don't go there, you, you can get, capture them wherever you can. You can have them. Basically, it's a hormonal appeal. It's a certain, certain groups of people who will be attracted to that. You know, there is an age when that happens. So we could use, I'm saying that the second reason why we should use science. Maybe we should say Islam is a great idea. It should be only applicable to 50 years or older. You know, you can, just like we say, you cannot marry below 18. You simply say that you cannot appeal this thing to certain group of people. And, and then that will perhaps solve the, at least will address scientifically. Number three, the last point I want to make is that a system, I started with the system, when you create a system that people follow it and then they try to interpret, reinterpret, 
and do all kind of things no one don't understand it what those circumstances were i'm i'm simply saying prophet muhammad probably had perfectly good reason to do whatever he did at that time but it's not applicable at at this point no matter what he i mean we are all created by like you said you know everybody is created everybody is part of the god or brahm or ishwar so we don't cannot have differences from hindu's perspective we cannot have that idea that they you know somebody is devil or demon or whatever the point is that we have a system now created which is a western system and unfortunately it comes from semitic or abrahamic uh spiritual idea they have trinity which is the the god the son or the prophet and the holy ghost we have equivalent to that uh, the what we consider as the executive branch and legislative and judicial branch and people the reason i say this because if you really see the functioning of the society it works exactly like that and that is system came from western world Can which we think keep it a little short yeah so i'm losing track of the question okay so my my point is that if we could use the science as an argument and the system that we have created to alter the system make it more like what is hindus which believe direct justice because they have direct contact with the god or the ishwar that is the question so uh science and uh, yeah yes science i mean i cannot disagree with what you are proposing certainly then you ask something in the context of islam so the actually i will tell you that uh, <clears throat> the advancement of science during the 19th to 10th century especially during the period of the abbasids abbasi jisko bolte during the period of abbasids was very high and uh, what the west has got today is uh, knowledge a lot of it transported from india through baghdad they used to be a house of wisdom during the uh, uh, period of abbasid period in baghdad where they used to get knowledge from india translate it in uh, their own language persian and arabic and uh, acknowledge the they used to acknowledge the source something that the christians never did when this knowledge was being translated and also being transmitted elsewhere including egypt you must have heard of that uh, story of <clears throat> uh, burning of the uh, library of alexandria by the christians so that was the start of the christian dark ages so when this was all happening in baghdad the christians were in dark ages they were totally bereft of any scientific knowledge because uh, over here a lot of scientific churn was happening there was a, a full school of science going on in baghdad there were three clear strains within islam the conservative the spiritual and the devotional it was only after the 10th century that the 
spiritual strain was killed off and the conservative and the devotional they got together al ghazali and uh, later on ibn tamiyah these people they got together and they completely finished off the spiritual path and most of it uh, and after the conquest of spain by the christians it simply disappeared ikbal did try to revive it you read his shikwa jawab e shikwa there was a lot of spirituality there but then he couldn't carry it forward he wanted what is called ishtihad ishtihad is reform so that uh, talk of ishtihad died down in about 10th 11th century in islam and that was the time when the islamic dark ages began whereas uh, after the conquest of spain what happened was that uh, the library of toledo where uh, a lot of these translated works were uh, housed one of the popes had the wisdom not to burn that library and it is from there that all the advancements of christian sciences began but this, this is all part of the history this is all part of the recorded history but uh, now everybody acknowledges this i think even in the west even now the manchester university came out with the paper where they acknowledge that calculus was actually from india and without the infinite series there could have been no calculus west did not even have the concept of zero till the beginning of the 15th century and how miraculous that in the 15th century they got zero and within the 15th century newton came out with uh, all his advanced mathematics so these are all things that we need to consider and of course a lot of research is now going on and things are all coming out i mean even today i was reading uh, an article by uh, dr subhash kak where he discusses the vaisheshik sutras and uh, the laws of motion which are described by kanad and by newton uncanny similarity absolutely uncanny how can it be and how can it be when the jesuits were here from the 13th 14th century is taking away everything transporting from here and everything was being transported from toledo the arabs had explicitly recognized every translation which has done from indian sources has been recognized by the arabs not so by the west that is the dishonesty so while i agree with you it's not that uh, the islam was uh, always in the dark ages what they call the golden age of islam was uh, characterized by a lot of scientific advancement lot of literary advancement it is when the conservatives and the sufis they prevailed and they completely killed off the spiritual strain and uh, all these um, what is called the uh, fanatical zeal completely overwhelmed them it is then the decline began baghdad's sack i think 1258 the sack of baghdad in 1250 is a direct result of that decline yes <coughs> uh can i just I'm- can i just like take one minute yeah sure please uh, many just, minutes just wanted to add two things um there was a discussion just now about um, um, you know the the resurrection of the christ and mehdi coming back 
So uh, I just wanted Imam Mehdi coming back. The Muslims believe that Mehdi will that's, come. That's the Shia belief. No, actually, it's a whole. It's a Muslim belief that he will come. I just wanted to add that uh, there is one sect among Muslims which is called the Ahmadi. And we discussed believe, that, no? Ahmadis. Yeah, I just wanted to make one point there. Ahmadis believe that he already came. Yeah, and he was the uh, Ahmadi, you know, head. Yes. And the other thing is that um, there may not be a mention of seventy-two hoors in Quran, but there is a mention of how the hoors will look and how the Ghilman will look. There is physical mention of physical explanation of how they will appear. So, if you are saying that there is no mention of seventy-two, maybe that was uh, present in some is of the hadiths. We, 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 we have but, uh, a full menu of hadiths to choose from. Yeah, you choose whichever you like. There's a, there's a whole lot of detail of how these hoors will look, and that is later. Like you know, there are three. That the Trinity of Islam has Siratul Nabi in it as well. And there is a lot of description which is not mentioned in Quran, and maybe a lot of Indian Muslims don't read about it, and they're not told Quran, about it. It doesn't mean that Quran it doesn't cannot exist. be read on its own. Yeah, Quran it has, has to be read, to be read along read with Siratul Nabi and the exegesis. And the exegesis is uh, Hadith and the Sirat. So, reading Quran all by itself is a very difficult task. Yeah, I think anyway, Muslims but, uh, of India need to read uh, Islam uh, themselves to understand it better, better because then only they can argue. I recommend to everybody read Quran and Shariat. I agree with you. Yes, I am Mukhi Sapra. Uh, your lecture was very, really wonderful. Thank you, sir. Okay. I would like to ask my question in Hindi. Yes, absolutely. You have written आपको मिल जाएगा उस उसमें भी एक कुटिल धर्म है तो जैसे आरिसमार के स्वामी सदानंद थे उन्होंने सन उन्नीस में दलित और धार सभा बनाई थी और कई लोगों को उन्होंने हजारों को उन्होंने वापस हिंदू धर्म में लिया जैसे अभी ये इम्तियाज कह रहे थे कि मेरे फादरिया फोर फादरिया ऊपर हिंदू होंगे और मैं भी ऐसे दस लोगों को जानता हूँ जिनके जो फोर फादर थे देवर और हिंदू इवन आई नो सम क्रिश्चियन जिनके सब वो हिंदू थे तो ऐसा क्यों ना कंपेन चलाया जाए कि सारे अपने आप को ओरिजिनलिटी भी आ जाए उसको नाम हिंदू मत दीजिए भारतीय है या मूल भारतीय है तो आउटसाइड दूसरा दूसरा क्वेश्चन ये मेरा कि जब हम हिंदू पाकिस्तान की बात करते हैं तो इसका मतलब इंडिया तब मजबूत होगा जब बहुसंख्यक मजबूत होगा बट वी टॉक अबाउट और रीजन तो इसलिए आपने कहा था कि थोड़ा सा हम शायद सॉफन अप कर देते हैं कि पाकिस्तान को ब्लेम करके कि इस्लाम कट्टरवाद वहां पर रहता है और इंडिया में शायद नहीं है मुझे बार बार ये आज आज भी थोड़ी सी फीलिंग आ रही थी देखिए मुशरक और मुनाफिक तो ये मुशरक इज वन हु प्रैक्टिस शिरक मुशरक और मुनाफिक और मुर्ताद हाँ मुर्ताद मुशरफ मुनाफिक मुर्ताद ये तीन चीज़ें जो हैं ये बहुत ही ख़राब मानी जाती हैं और जो कट्टर लोग हैं जो भी हैं दे 
you see, you can draw anything out of, uh, you can say anything and you can justify out of the Sharia. And uh, there is a full strain which says that uh, anybody who practices any of these is wajibul qatl. You're thinking, hai? You th- nobody can deny it. Mainstream Quranic thinking. क्रिटिसाइज करते हुए सुन लीजिए क्या बोलेगा कि इसको ये कहने का हक नहीं है वो ये नहीं कहेगा कि गलत कह रहा है इसके पीछे भी एक मैं आपको समझाता हूं दिस इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर एवरीबॉडी टू अंडरस्टैंड पीपल डोंट अंडरस्टैंड आई डोंट नो वेदर इम्तियाज जी आल्सो नोस दिस और नॉट इन इन द Wahhabis or the Hanbali sect among the Sunnis, the four sects, as I told you, Hanbali, uh, Shafi, and uh, Maliki, and Hanfi. Hanfi is what we have in this continent. There is a concept of what is called Taklid. Correct? Taklid means that uh, anything that you say. Or you explain any fika or any verse, it has to be done by a person suitably authorized. And there's a whole system of the whole system of giving that authority to certain people. That is why you have these your muftis and this and that. मुझको कोई सा भी क्रिटिसिज्म बता दीजिए जो इसके अलावा हो ही हैज नो अथॉरिटी टू से दिस व्हाट इज दिस दिस इज टेरिबल हिपोक्रेसी आई क्वेश्चन देम आई क्वेश्चन लॉर्ड ऑफ मौलानास ऑन देयर फेस व्हाई डोंट यू से दैट ही इज सेइंग रॉन्ग नहीं कह सकते क्योंकि जो कह रहा है सही कह रहा है रिमाइंड्स मी ऑफ a very beautiful quote by Kinra Delst in one of our lectures only. He said that Aurangzeb ko aap sab log gali dete rehte ho. But you should stop criticizing Aurangzeb or making him a demon. It's actually the doctrine which he followed which is the which is the problem. It is not Aurangzeb who's the problem. The doctrine is the problem. Aajkal Muslim aur Dalit gattyot ki baat ho rahi hai. Mehmood Prata jab bhi TV bhi aate hai. Ishe Ambedgar ki photo laghi hoti hai. मैं ये आपसे जानना चाह रहा हूँ कि जो नहीं जरिए क्वेश्चन सर 
मैंने महमूद राजा को कई बार पूछा है ट्विटर पे जवाब नहीं देते हो नहीं मैं आपसे नहीं दलित मुस्लिम गठजोड़ के ऊपर तो टाइम्स ऑफ इंडिया जितने न्यूज पेपर सभी में आर्टिकल आती मैं मेरा सिर्फ ये पूछना है कि दलित और विशेष रूप से अम्बेडकर तो बुद्ध थे अब वो महात्मा बुद्ध की पूजा करते हैं क्या वो काफिर नहीं है अगर वो काफिर हैं अगर वो काफिर हैं तो मुस्लिम को क्लैरिफाई करना चाहिए महमूद प्राचा को क्लैरिफाई करना चाहिए दिस इज जस्ट पोलिटिकल दिस इज पोलिटिकल पॉस्चरिंग मैंने आपको बता दिया ना मैंने आपको बंगाल का एग्जाम्पल बता तो दिया हाँ बोलिए बोलिए बिल्कुल पोलिटिकल पोस्टरिंग दिग्विजय सिंह incumbent home ministers kept on saying that there is a hindu terror and some narratives were perpetuated and the original perpetrator say arif kasmani had taken a supari from isi to do the samjhauta blast and he still escaped and our own fellows ultimately went through the incarceration and later on were acquitted by the court this is a fact i have captured with records and reliable publicly available documents so that is one part of it about the dalit and muslim combination you see the position which is happening to dalits from punjab 47 who were settled in kashmir srinagar still they cannot go for any other job excepting the job of job of scavenging but that is valving that is scavenging nothing else they are entitled to under the article 370 and 35a so that is the position whenever so that position is clear your question stands answered that if it's a larger islamic state the position of the the status of the dalits or whatever is going to be that stands already answered in that about this imtiaz um, ji about the nafisa hadith again the foot soldiers who were radicalized through the pak money were in fact several places they were brought into a group called ahle hadith yeah ahle hadith ahle hadith basically and they were given a note that indian ahle hadith huh? so that also stands established it's a result matter of public record thank you no i will just add to what you're saying since since, since you uh, uh, brought in that question of kashmir you see in rajasthan we deal with a large number of hindus who migrate out of pakistan because of the atrocities that are being inflicted on them and about 99% of them are dalits so this artificial construct of muslim dalit empathy is just a hogwash just political posturing and nothing else i told you i have asked mahmood paracha who puts up that uh, uh, photograph of ambedkar behind him when he talks on tv so many times he never answers because he doesn't have an answer sir so um, i where i'm coming from is that i uh, listen to a lot of uh, these speeches by muslim liberals in the west and uh, what they say is that jihad is not interpreted as simply as you put it uh, it what it means is uh, violence against people who are opposing islam and not necessarily just going and invading 
You see, I, that, that's why I always quote the Pakistan Army's motto because Jihad Fi Sabilillah has a specific meaning and that is a violent meaning. If you use only the term Jihad, it can be interpreted in 10 different ways. But Jihad Fi Sabilillah cannot be interpreted in any different way. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, this is the first question that was asked to this fellow Hindu uh, brothers, Dalits, you know. I have been uh, listening to a lot of these kind of talks, particularly in Tata Institute and, you know, so-called liberal. JNU, not so much Tata Institute. Or, been a part of, uh, studied there. IIT Madras. No, but... Uh, but, uh, you know, what I, I noticed that, uh, uh, you know, there are four or five people usually placed at strategic corners and they will ask these very similar questions over the last 10 years I'm hearing, maybe no, seven years. Are you, are you so blaming India's way? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I just wanted to know, I was at a Netra Tantra workshop at um, Himachal recently, about just this morning I came to Delhi and I just met this person from Kashmir. Uh, he is now in Jammu. He's a Kashmiri Pandit and uh, one of the higher e e echelons kind of uh, judge in the U UPSC. And he shockingly told me that 98% of the Kashmiri Pandits are not there. They've moved to Jammu. This ghettoization that has happened. And in Jammu now, there are these Rohingyas who are being settled to even oust them out from there. Why do these compassionate liberal seculars not talk about, you know, the your own fellow Indians. They disarm you by saying Vasudha. No, I just, this was just a thought. I thought everybody knows who I'm talking about because I constantly hear this. No, these, from these, are, these, are, these are all facts which are common knowledge. So, um, you know, just, I wish they take up because are we children of a lesser God? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you. These are all facts which are there in the uh, in public knowledge and uh, there isn't even a counter to them. I'll just uh, add to what uh, ma'am said. Uh, you're right, 98% of the um, Kashmiri Pandits have moved. And uh, I don't think so. That's a, a bad thing. There's a worst thing which has happened is their ethnic cleansing. Now, if anybody has to go back, they don't know where their roots are. Uh, while government is doing all of it, that, that uh, they, they should be moved back, I don't think so anybody will go back. Now, second thing, uh, now what you're saying in Jammu, they are being moved out of Jammu. You said one part of it, the other part of it is now if anything happens in Jammu, I just want to ask who's in minority in Jammu. Is it a Kashmiri Pandit or it is a Muslim? Now, if anything happens in uh, uh, Jammu, the curfew is only enforced when anything happens to a Muslim. Why? Because they are a minority. It's, it's the fact here is Kashmiri Pandit is in a minority. If anything happens to him, there is no curfew. I'm, I'm absolutely. So I'm saying is who who's so who is minority? So that is a dichotomy. So I just want to add. Uh, I, I will tell you what the dichotomy is. This I have a because I generally confront mullahs and. Uh, they have started avoiding me because uh, 
because they realize that I have a bit of study of both the Islamic history as well as the Islamic scriptures. So I can, you know, the problem with them is that if you quote a verse from Quran, they can't even say no. Hmm? I would advise everybody to do that. Hmm? Uh, I, that time, I just I had actually a conversation with somebody from Deoband. He lives in Toronto called. Uh, uh, I forget his name. He's a Mufti from Deoband, and I've actually tried to have a conversation. What, what, what they tell you and what they go? Ask Tariq Fateh. He Constantly keeps. Twist. He he keeps uh, posting those videos from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> what they tell um, no, to the con congregation example, and what they tell book. you. This very book actually state very beautifully uh, uh, the Banu Kureza incident where the Prophet. So Avaran? Avaran, yes. Yeah, yeah, I have this. 900 book. men were beheaded and thrown into ah, a pit. Banu. I countered him with this point that, you know. How Banu Kureza is again a well known incident. I didn't know till I read it's this book. Yeah, it's a well known incident. So, I mean, but they twist everything. Everything is about some twisting. You counter. Them in will I go to hell? Will Gandhi go to hell? You know, there of is course will go oh, to hell. we cannot judge. We cannot only Allah will judge. Okay, of, but of tell me what does the Quran say? Hell. You know? Of course he will go. Gandhi will go to hell, Swami Vivekanand will go to hell, you and I will go to hell, everybody will go to hell. We are the, we are, we are we are all part of our hell. Let us make it heaven. Uh, again, I have written a piece on this Kashmir. There's a two-part uh, uh, piece which is written, I think, two years back or something. And uh, I, I've traced the history only from 1932. So I can I could go back to the 13th century. That uh, 370 is actually India's tribute to the two-nation theory. Article 370 is India's tribute to two-nation theory. Otherwise, there is absolutely no justification. Why? A separate status should be given to Jammu and Kashmir. We all know the history of how Ambedkar had opposed it and uh, it was Jawaharlal Nehru's insistence on which this happened. Anyway, let that be. I have confronted uh, a lot of mullahs with this question. Okay, they say that we are all Indians and we put the nation before everything else. If you are Indian and if you believe in the integrity of uh, India and the Indian nation, you believe in the constitution, have you heard one person ever opposing Article 370? Why do some political parties, the so-called quote-unquote secular parties, keep supporting Article 370? What is there in the Muslim vote which forces secular parties to support 370? Oh, these are hard questions. How many? There must be, of course, there will always be some. But tell me. One Maulana or Mullah, if you can, please, who opposes Article 370 and says that Kashmir should be fully integrated into India. If you have your heart with India, if you say that you respect Indian constitution, Indian constitutionalism, you, you, you respect 
uh, the nation why is it that not one person ever opposes 370 it is because of the doctrine it is because the two nation theory is still lives in the minds and i'm saying this openly and anybody who wants to refute it then he has to first show to me that he has demanded the 370 be scrapped i'm with you sir aapke hisab se kaisa hona chahiye tha vibhajan ke baad ka bharat taki hinduon ko dusre darje ka nagrik na rehna pade shasan tantra mein kya hona chahiye tha jiske hisab se aapke bureaucracy mein mujhe to nahi lagta hindu dusre darje ke nagrik hain कुछ पार्ट्स में हो सकते हैं इंडियन एजुकेशन सिस्टम सी इंडियन एजुकेशन सिस्टम वॉज अफेक्टेड डेफिनेटली अंडर द मुगल रूल्स एंड दैट वॉज अफेक्टेड बिकॉज द टेम्पल्स विच वेर दीट ऑफ लर्निंग वेर डिस्ट्रॉयड इन लार्ज नंबर्स दैट इज अ फैक्ट but as far as giving education in their own system is concerned that started happening only after macaulay article 252 26 to 30 all of them are enabling the minority institutions to pursue or including state funds draw the state fund or minority designated minority institutions can propagate their own traditional religious knowledge but the same is debate for a majority for which we have now taken up a hindu charter of demand that's a different story but we are going to take it and ironically the first person who flagged this issue was sayed shahabuddin in 1995 he moved a private member bill and which again lapsed subsequently recently mr dr satyapal singh had raised the same issue for constitutional amendment he raised it in 2016 we are pursuing it to make it as a government bill rahul diwan is one of the pioneers of that movement ruchi sud is also there there are many of us in that movement also i am aware of that right so that is the reason that this constitutional amendment will be one of the path breaking because say, see now even now one of this provisions have been very uh, uh, interpreted in a very hackneyed manner no state can impose taxes on the on the uh, institutions but existing taxes they are still continuing under the hindu endowment religious endowment there are several such infirmities in those five articles which we are trying to correct so that's the moment we have started you i'm sure you are aware of it but that is uh, including your concern we are trying to we have started a movement we are trying to correct the infirmities you can join in you can join and support lend your support also please thank you sir so he actually when mentions words minorities instead of all communities all denominations and it's called the negative gangotri of the temple endowments act the temple endowments government does not interfere with churches or mosques with mosque at least there is a waqf board the churches government does not touch uh, the dav which is uh, arya samaj cannot teach uh, arya samaj literature but there is no restriction i will that. give you a prescription within the rte act if you pursue that then you can have exactly what you want i mean the source is 26 to 30 the source is of course it is there have you if you read the constitutional uh, assembly debates See, one of the <clears throat> when we talk about the constitution, the problem is uh, even honourable judges are not reading the constitutional assembly debates. When I 
read some of the judgments. I, I, I cannot take name. I don't want to be hauled up for contempt. But the point is that uh, the so-called erudite judgments being written do not have a single passage quoted from the constituent assembly debates. But they will quote from they will quote from Rousseau, they will quote from Voltaire, they will uh, quote from Hobbes and Locke and Kant and uh, everybody else. But you will not find a single passage quoted from the constituent assembly debates. Where does the constitution give the power? There are a lot of things which have happened due to interpretations. When our founding fathers gave so much power to the courts, they were looking at people like uh, Patanjali Shastri and Vivian Bose, who were scholars, great scholars of jurisprudence. Do we have those kind of people today? We people who are just, you know, vacuous flaunting of uh, useless knowledge. I'll tell you something. This is again my personal. I've always been interested in law, especially constitutional law. And uh, I used to love reading Supreme Court judgments. Some, some judgments are really good and scholarly. I stopped doing that in 2006. You can figure out. A lot of these distortions are due to interpretations. The Shirur Math judgment is a beautiful judgment. It's one of the most scholarly judgments ever written. But you say it doesn't apply. It doesn't apply. Simple. Why it doesn't apply? That is not explained. Because if you apply that judgment, then you cannot uh, pass the judgment that you want to. Uh, we spoke about doctrines and uh, the history, the implications of uh, doctrines and theology in present day. Uh, I am trying to understand the, the effect of theology, say, 30, 40 years ahead in the future. How do you tackle this? How do you speak with somebody who is not willing to speak or reason? Uh, how do you solve this, this fundamental problem? Because I I do not have a ready prescription because uh, behavioral aspects can be very complicated. That is why I generally try to confine myself to doctrines. But uh, when you come to the behavioral aspects, there is too much of uh, dynamic and there too much of uh, interrelationships and uh, too much of complexities involved. How a particular <clears throat> set of behavioral relationship would uh, go in a particular direction or a different direction. This is something very difficult to predict.